0: Hey everybody! This is Andy Leonard with Data Driven, the uh, podcast where we talk about all things data science. We uh, talk about machine learning, artificial intelligence, and gosh, I don't know which category your stuff falls into. I guess data science? I'm not sure. Bi really? Really, still business intelligence? Yeah. yeah, which I think a lot of bi is. There's
1: overlap. A
0: lot mm-hmm. of overlap in that. So with me today is.
1: Hi, mm-hmm. I'm Megan Longoria.
0: And Megan is, who are you with, Megan?
1: I work for Blue Granite.
0: Cool. What do you do there?
1: I'm a solution architect. We're a business intelligence and analytics consulting company.
0: Cool. Competition. It's, it's really, it's okay. <laughs> it's a, they're great. Okay. So not only do you do that, but you're also active in PASS. You're obviously at SQL Saturday, Albuquerque. Yep. And you just finished a presentation on one. Yes. What did you talk about?
1: Accessibility in Power BI reports. So how to make graphs and data visualization that people can use Um, even when they have vision impairments or um, motor skill issues where they may not use a mouse. That
0: is very interesting. Now, see, I'm sorry I missed that. So it's not so – I know you talk about things like, um, like you said vision impairments, color blindness. I know that's a big deal. How do you make the reports show those people? Because a lot of – I know a lot of men are red-green blind, and red-green turns out to be – Pretty useful in business intelligence and reporting Yeah. so you've got all of these green things and then this one red thing and it turned, so they're just gray. So how do you do that? How do you mess with that? How do you fix it?
1: A lot of the recommendation is to use an icon instead of just color so that helps okay. people who also can't see the color in any way gotcha. who just have low vision is not specific to color. Um, other things you can do is change the size of text when you're doing color in general, if you try to make the color that needs the most attention be yeah. really intense color, and then maybe if it's okay, if it's green, if you want to do red and green, then make your green light because everything's happy. You don't really need to look at this. But your red is intense. You're saying, oh, my gosh, hey, look over here.
0: Right. This right. is bad. Look at me. That's a that's a really good thought. So um, you talked about a ton more stuff, I'm sure, in there. So we didn't, like, give away the farm here. No. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Blue Granite's not going to sue and say, Megan just told all the secrets. Nope,
1: and that that's, one's for free on my blog anyway. Well, there you <laughs> go.
0: There, that's awesome. Very good. Well, speaking about your blog, what is the address?
1: datasavvy.me.
0: And so for people like me who can't spell, uh, data and then savv yes. me.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: Cool. I've actually read your blog because Megan does bemmel stuff too. I do. She's very good at it. I've learned stuff reading her blog. You should too. I'm just saying. <laughs> Okay, so um, the past summit coming up in November, first week of November in Seattle, and you are, is this your first pre-con?
1: It is. I'm doing a pre-con with Melissa Coates, also known as SQL Chick. Wow. She is amazing and awesome, and we are teaming up to talk about Azure architecture.
0: Nice. Nice. So um, I know Melissa does a pre-con at SQL Saturdays on Data Lakes. Yes. Is there going to be some data lake stuff in there? There will be. So okay. we're going to
1: try to take you through kind of an end-to-end different reference architecture solutions for where we used to just do, hey, everything's on a SQL Server box. right? And so you may just have a big data warehouse with some SSIS and an analysis services right, database. Right. Okay. Now what does that turn into in the Azure world? Well, a lot of times it may be um, data factory with a data lake and you do Azure SQL DW or DB. We are bombarded with choices. Right. And so there are lots of reference architectures if you know what service you're using in Azure. But your first decision is actually, which one do I use and why do I do that?
0: So you're going to provide some guidance on what to use and why to use it. Yes. That's interesting. Okay. Well, I know my, um, I'll I'll do a shout out here to my, uh, my daughter, Penny, who works with me. She's a fan by the way. And she's thinking about coming to the the pre-con. So I'm hoping she's able to do it. She'll be at the summit uh, one way or the other. We don't know if she's been selected to speak yet, but we pitched a um, a pair, uh, a co-presenting thing about a a real-life project that we did. And actually, I I presented earlier here, too, at SQL Saturday Albuquerque, and I talked about um, how to make SSIS go faster. And We were trying to load Aurora, AWS, uh, MySQL in the cloud, Lots of fun there, but I came up with a really cool pattern that uh, that helped us out a lot. So she loves telling that story. Uh, if not, or even if so, she's going to be manning the uh, Exhibition uh, exhibition Hall um, Enterprise Data and Analytics. Where is it? There we go. The Aetna booth. There. So <clears throat> looking forward to it. I had to catch you laughing. So <laughs> I got a little plug in there, you know, because we, Blue Granite, I would say Blue Granite and Enterprise Data and Analytics compete, except there's just so much work out there. We're not really competing. Right. <laughs> Nobody's calling me and saying I talked to Blue Granite, and nobody's probably calling you and saying, "Well, I already talked to Enterprise Data and all this.
1: Yep, and so, I've recommended you for some. Well, before, thanks.
0: So. Hey, well, I've I've recommended you for uh, for some BIML work back when that's all I thought you did. So <laughs> I'm sorry, but I mean, you are you you've done a lot. Now, are you a BIML hero?
1: I'm not.
0: Not a BIML hero. Are no. you, But you're in the no, kind of in the pipe Okay. Yeah,
1: I'm spread across so many technologies okay. that I tend to do something really intensely for a while and then hop off of it. So like, database has been a lot more intense lately. Gotcha. And I'll go <clears> back and and I still do BIML and I just did a project <clears> with it, but you know, it kind of comes and goes. Yeah,
0: well, I think we actually had an exchange about that project. There was some stuff you were running into. I don't, I, I don't think I was much help. Oh. But. <laughs> But I, I remember us uh, chatting about it a couple months ago. Yeah, that's cool. That's very cool. Well, I can't wait uh, to see the precon. I would. I want to see if I can go in there too. I don't know. I'm, I'm doing one too. Uh, my first one solo, which I'm nervous nervous about that one. But looking forward to it. I've actually rewritten about half of it already. It may be completely rewritten. I've, I've done this precon. In fact, I'm doing it in New York in about a week. No, two weeks. And so, but it's going to be different. It's named the same. Same topics, different governments and stuff. Anyway, Megan, thank you so much for being on this data point with us, and I hope you have a great rest of your trip here in uh, Albuquerque. I And get ready to leave. I'm going to Chicago. Oh, wow. So anyway, yeah. Well, thank you. Hi. Right. Thanks.